right, well, welcome back. I'm joined by my good friend, Connor Hughes. Um, and the two of us, you know, I think something we both experienced and Connor had this idea, but we, we've both kind of endured a lot um, within our own households, but just in general, uh, past probably four to five years, but even earlier, uh, sometimes, you know, you just, you go through things, but I think something we've both realized, especially now having graduated is like, it's kind of nice to be removed from stressful environments and also just have like the good people in our lives right now. Like it's, it's a very nice feeling. Like, for example, right now, Connor and I are keeping in touch. We're talking, we have good friends that we keep in touch with and talk with beyond the two of us too. And it's like, you know, those are the people that really stick with you. And I think after you endure a lot of pain and just trauma or whatever, whatever you endure, it's like, you know what, like, it's really nice to just have the, the real ones with you at the end of the day. And that's something you realize the hard way, but it's good to realize early on. Yeah, Raj, I appreciate you. Thanks for, thanks for having me back, man. Um, it's a blessing to have you in my life and be a part of your story. And I really appreciate that. And um, something you mentioned was, you know, us keeping in touch and graduating, you know, I pretty much came to terms with um, when I, I whenever we had walked out of graduation and we're, we're getting ready to take photos with our, our parents and loved ones, you know, that like for a lot of those people, that was the last time I was going to see them. Um, and while that's incredibly difficult, that's life. That's a reality of it. The reality of, you know, the good and the bad um, and just really neat how some of the friendships and bonds we've developed. Like, I know this is going to be a lifelong friendship, you know, and, um, and I'm just, just excited for where it's going to go. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, it's always, it's graduation's always, it's a bittersweet thing. I think like you were, like you were saying, I remember like we ran into each other. I think it was at the music school. We were just walking and it was just in the thick of it. It's like, you really, you don't even re like, I didn't even really get a chance to see like close friends beyond my like uh, roommates, you know, it was just right. one of those things where it's like, it was nice to see you and get a photo. Cause it's like, there were a lot of times where it's like, man, like I didn't even see people I consider close friends. I didn't even get to see them the day of graduation. Like it was right. just Everybody crazy. was in their own zone. Yeah, exactly. Right. But it's like, the big thing is even from that is maybe the day or two after it's like, you're still texting those people being like, Hey, like, how's it going? You know, let's just keep keeping that commu communication going. Like maybe we weren't, we didn't have a moment on this monumental day for us, but you know, we, we still kept the kept the communication going afterwards. I think that's that's kind of a big thing. And I think like I mean, for both of us, like I think you for you, your freshman year was pretty rough uh, at home. And then for me, like this past semester was pretty rough, too. Um, but like, I think we you know, when you have that, I think it's good to have that. It's It's bad to have that in general. Like you don't wish that upon anyone. But when you look back, it's like the fact that we endured it before we graduated college and started working and like just kind of being on our own. Um, it just, it gives you a lot of perspective, right? I think that's, that's something that you and I both, that's, I think that's a big reason why we're, we're good friends is like, we just, you just feel that like common perspective because we both endured a lot of pain, you know, and, and, and just in general. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of lost you for a second there. What what was the beginning of? Oh that? no, no worries. I was just uh, just saying like you know we both endured a lot of pain in college, uh, right? And it's it's just one of those things that like it kind of gives you a lot of perspective when you're gone. It's like you know it's kind of nice to be removed, but also just 
you know, you, you have like a, you have, you know, the good and the bad now, because you, if you go through like absolute, you go through like the absolute worst, it's like, you know, it can't be worse than that. Right. And that'll drive you. That'll drive you every day to like, just keep going and keep, keep moving forward. Cause it's like, today was always better than that day where everything happened, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, thinking about, you know, how some, one of my close friends, um, they kind of wait for the perfect time to do things, but the, tr the reality of it is there's never going to be a perfect time for anything. This isn't a video game. It's not, um, we're, we're in the real world now and, yeah. um, not having to worry about, uh, stress and deadlines with grades. And, um, you've got people that, that we're working for that are extremely understanding and, um, yeah. they don't just want you to be an employee, but they want you to be a family member. And I think that's yeah. a really valuable thing that we're, we've both been, um, really blessed with to have the opportunity to do and pursue things like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I think, you know, for, for both, like, you know, I lost, I lost my dad. So it was like, that's a big family loss. But at the same time, it's like, I think I've gained a family through my work environment. I mean, I have yet to start, but it's one of those things that like, you just feel it when you communicate with people. Like, I think, for example, the Houston office, uh, they're, they're great. They're great people. They've been really, really open, very nice, very understanding. And I think that's something that just, it's like, you know, it sucks to lose a significant family member, but at the same time, it's like you have this like family and like environment when in the workplace. Um, and in, in my case, like for you, it's like you're experiencing that right now, day to day. For me, it's like, I know that's, I know that's on the cusp of arriving. Like that's right. like, once we're done with this break, it's like, that's, that's going to be my new like work family. And it's like, it's nice to think of them as like a work family. Not really like, you know, that if that makes sense. Right. It, um, something that I had to deal with, um, I lost my mother when I was very young, I was 11 months old, but, um, at that age, like you, I had no memories of her. I've got a couple pictures, like one video. Um, but, um, there's a, my freshman year, I did a, in my, uh, freshman writing or first year writing intensive seminar, uh, FWIS, my topic was um, the different methods of motherhood. And, you know, I'm a six foot three, 300 pound football player and taking a class on motherhood isn't exactly what people would expect me to do. Yeah. Um, but that was such a blessing to be able to invest in uh, myself, invest in uh, learning what that story and her uh, position meant in my life. And um, there's this thing called prolonged grief and um, like I had never really dealt with it and then coming to Rice I had the the platform and the um, just the, the community and culture of hey like look into this you know this is a part of your story this is a the Latino heritage that you like I'm I'm, I'm very olive skin toned and um have a great affinity for the Latina culture and um, just had the opportunity to pour into that and then um, develop my identity with people around me and, um, you know, pursue, pursue different things like that was really neat.
Yeah, no, I, I totally, I, I feel you there. I think rice for me, ex uh, for example, it was like, I, I grew up, I was one of the few like minorities from where I grew up. So like my right. family was uh, like, it was pretty clear that I was different from like a skin standpoint or like just race and everything. But right. it's one of those where it was when I got to rice where it's like, oh, there are a lot of people like me in a weird, you know what I mean? That was, that was the, right. that's the best, I think the biggest blessing I got from rice uh, in college. like there are a lot of people like me and it's good to explore this side of who i am as well i think that's a that's an underrated aspect of college is like truly trying to under like find yourself right like i think a lot of times you go to college and you fall into the trap of like oh i got to meet all these new people but it's like before you meet all these new people meet yourself first right um right that's a good word yeah you gotta meet yourself you gotta like first you gotta meet yourself first i think I think you and I both, it was like, we met early on in college. It's like, I think also the pandemic really helped with this. Cause you go back home and you're like, okay, this is who I am. These are, this is my family. Like in college, it's like, there are cool people that I met. Um, but will they be like my family down the line? Like after we graduate, will I consider them like brothers and sisters? And the answer is there are certain people who you will, and you do consider as brothers and sisters after graduation. Right. Um, But again, that's few and far between that's and but that's something you realize when it's like when you first when you, you know you discover yourself first it's like all right cool I know who I am. And then you're naturally going to find people who are like you or people who are different than you, but you know you can learn from them, just like how they can learn from you. Um, but I, I think you and I definitely it's definitely something that I think we both learned early on in college was like okay there are parts of me that I want to discover and understand further. that I didn't really get a chance to when I was at home. Right. And now after I do this, then I'll really be ready to like make all these friends and connections and just have like these lifelong friendships. Um, but I mean, I mean, for you, I mean, losing your mother that early, like so young in your life, like you weren't even a year old. That's right. just, it's just like, it's just one of those things where it's like you, you kind of grow up and you don't even think sometimes you probably wake up one morning and you're like, Oh, is my mom, Is my mom here? Is my mom, you know what I mean? It's a weird, like, it's like a presence, right? That's how I feel about my dad. It's like, he's here, but he's not here. You know, he's not physically here, but like, there are things that happen every day and you're like, oh yeah, pops would have really enjoyed that. Or like pops. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And it's like, it's just one of those things like graduation, prime example. It's like, it's your, we're both only human. There was probably a moment at grad where you're like, man, I wish I could really just like fist bump my dad or like hug my mom right now. You know, like it was right. like probably both probably felt that it's like, that's only natural. And that's a big thing. I think uh, I really realized it was like, it's okay to feel those things. Because um, I think growing up, it's like, eh, you know, negative emotions and feelings happen. But a big lesson from my father was like, you, you gotta, you, you don't bottle anything up, you know, don't, don't bottle. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's, that's something that like, I think, especially for us, um, we didn't really experience like we didn't have that growing up but over time it's like all right you know what now that we've kind of found ourselves yeah it's good to just understand that i'm human first um like we're all human first but like from an emotional standpoint it's like there are good and bad emotions that will come and go um but when you endure absolute pain or just you know absolute pain just the most devastating pain you could possibly endure which in my opinion um probably has to, it has to be like losing like a, a parent or a sibling 
Right. Or a spouse or a spouse. I, I feel right. like that is like the most absolute pain you can endure uh, from an emotional standpoint. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. And um, I've like, I know my grandparents um, like something that you hear is like, you never want to bury a child. And I can't oh, imagine, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't imagine what they dealt with. Um, but I know my dad, um, very strong man, but we're still like walking through that journey together. Uh, yeah. he lost, he lost his wife and I lost a mother and my aunt lost a sister and my grandma lost her daughter. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and it's a journey. I, um, I, I, something you said was like, it's okay to have these feelings. Like, I don't think it's just okay. I think like we're encouraged, like at this point, we're encouraged to have those feelings and to um, think introspectively and uh, look at ourselves, not just as uh, the person in the mirror, but like who and what um, and why we are who we are. Um, I really think that, um, I mean, COVID was terrible and many people's lives were lost and it was, it was scary. I mean, we were the first university in the whole country to have a confirmed COVID case. Um, and, but I think it was um, a little bit of a, a, in truth, a blessing in disguise for me. Um, I had a lot of opportunities to, you know, sit with myself. You know, we were locked up in rooms um, and on Zoom and you're just looking at a screen and, um, you have a lot of time to sit with yourself and if you're uncomfortable you got to figure out how to be comfortable with it because i mean that was the reality of it for us yeah no you're you're spot on i think that's a big thing is like you know in a, in the process of finding ourselves it's like you we also had to overcome the like you like you said the introspective thoughts like that's that's a welcome feeling like that should be welcomed at all times by our minds like it should be like you know what this is okay to go down this thought pattern right now like why am I, I feel this okay why am i feeling, why am I feeling this? I think this okay why do i think this yeah it's good to understand the root cause of each thought and feeling right um and because that allows you to move forward you can't skip any steps right you can't can't really jump the gun and be like, oh, I feel kind of bad right now. Maybe I'll like, for example, maybe I'll watch my favorite TV show to get over it. But then as soon as your show ends, you still feel bad. It's like, no, you got to take the time to really, you know, process what you're doing. Um, and I think, you know, what you were saying is very, very important. It's, you know, you have to be comfortable with the best and worst versions of yourself. Um, or your, your most happy feelings and your most sad feelings. Right. Thoughts. Like you have to be comfortable with all of that. Um, cause that, that's when you can really, you know, that that's when you can actually take the time to get to know other people is once you're like, finally like, okay, you know what? And that, that's when you actually make real friends too. It's like, oh, okay. Right. This friend not only sees the good in me, but also saw the pain I endured. Um, and you know what? It's even better when that friend has gone through similar pain. Because there, there's just like that empathy level that you just, you don't even have to speak about it. It's just there. Um, it's, it's just one of those things that's just there. Um, but that that's something that, again, it's like, you know, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. We, we talk about that all the time, right, in work and like school. But now it's like, you know, it's also just being uncomfortable with your uncomfortable self, you know, like just 
being able to sit with yourself and realize like, I, you know, it's, it's good to sit with your thoughts and just kind of process life. Right. Right. Especially like for us with COVID, like you were saying, the world was kind of going, you know, going to crap. You had no idea what was happening. You didn't know, you didn't know if you were going to go back to like a new normal or like what the normal environment was going to be. Uh, but at the same time, you knew that you had yourself um, and you had to at least enjoy time alone because, right. as you know, you, you, it's just one of those things Like you're not hanging out with friends all the time. You're just in your room, you're, you're chilling, you're, I mean, chilling is fun, but it gets to a point where it's like, man, like, is there anything I can do just with me or just, you know, read new books, do new things. But that only happens after you just sit and process what you're going through. Right. Right. Um, and I think having a, a community like rice where, um, I feel like while rice is, um, in truth, a pretty liberal, uh, probably yeah. one of the most liberal schools in the state of Texas. Yeah. Um, it was highly encouraged to not just express yourself, but figure out what you're trying to express because so many of the people there had those same feelings and were able to effectively and um, eloquently express those feelings. And I think um, without a place like Rice and without the, the people of Rice, like, I mean, you and I would both be very different people and um, be expressing ourselves in very different ways. And we've like, that was truly a blessing to um, be a part of that uh, community and um, not just to, to be a part of it, but like make the most of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I think it's um, once you get over that honeymoon phase of like, I'm happy to be here. It's like, all right, how can I actually make the most of this environment? Right. Uh, and then, and then now when you're leaving, it's like, yeah, you're a little sad that you're not there. That's only natural, but you, I mean, you kind of win the war when you're done with college. You're like, dude, I've made like these great friends that'll last a lifetime now. Um, and we both were blessed that we were surrounded by people who were just super smart for four years. So it's like, right. you never have to question people's like intelligence. It's more of like, are the vibes there? Right. Right. And like for us, it's like, you know, we found people where the vibes were there. And it's like, you know what? That is a dub in and of itself. Um, I think Absolutely. the big thing, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's weird not walking around campus every day, but it's nice to just, the walking around campus now is just by replaced by just texting like you or texting my, my sweet, like, you know, my close friends. It's like just texting right. all of you guys like regularly. Uh, it's just that, that that's what the walking around campus becomes. And I think the sooner that we embrace that, um, which I think you and I, by the nature of just changing our environment fully, you're working full time, me not being in Houston right now. I think it really makes you like have to adapt really quickly, um, right. which is a good thing because without adapting, you know, who, who knows, who knows where we would be. Uh, we'd probably right. still be trapped in the past. Um, but, you know, I think, I think that's something like both of us. So we were also going to talk about like how right now we're both going through a transition. Um, and like, I think. For both of us, it's like you're kind of approaching every day of just with gratitude because you're like, you know what, um, you're, you're, you're just the stress of school is gone, right? That's the big thing. And yeah, work can be stressful, but it's different now. Yeah. Being rewarded for your time. You know, you're being it's, rewarded it's for your time. You've, you've got um, 
people around you that are really understanding and want to see you be successful. And um, I mentioned earlier, like they want you to be a part of their family, not just like they don't want to burn you out. They want to um, like pour life into you. And that's um, and, and see where you go with that. And I think that we've been uh, like that, that was a real gift coming out of Rice. You know, you, we could have gone anywhere, but um, in, in the state of Texas, going to a school like Rice, um, you're, you, there's, a, there's a, different, a different expectation for you as an uh, employee. But as an employer, I think it's, it's just the same. You know, we've got um, a lot of leverage that we, we've, we've got from that, truthfully. And it's very, um, it's, it's evident and it's also very nice to, to yeah. have. Yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you go through a lot of tough times and adversity. If you're able to overcome that, you are, you are, in, you are rewarded. And even if you're not rewarded, you feel better because you're like, internally, I got over this hump, right? Or like my family, in our cases, our families got over this hump, uh, I think. And then like, you know, that's just something people can feel because again, it's, it comes down to like, did you find yourself? Do you understand who you are fully? Because when you start working, it's like, dude, you got to know who you are now. Like you, you better know who you are because it's like, people are going to ask you things like, you know, they're, they're just going to try to, everyone wants to know you for who you are. And if you don't know who you are, then how are you going to be able to convey that to like an employer or to just people who could really help you out professionally down the line? Because it's just one of the things where, you know, if you go from school to work, you do grow up quicker. However, you don't feel that as much if you actually know who you are as a person. Um, and again, what, what it takes from our experience, again, it's different for everyone, but Genuine, genuinely, like the common, common, uh, you know, common ground is like, oh, you know, we're taking time to actually like look into ourselves. Uh, like we took, you know, sitting with our thoughts, willing to be alone, willing to like embrace the fact that like I'm here with my thoughts and feelings. Some are good, some are bad, but they make me who I am. And then after we do that, then we interact with our surroundings and our environment, right? Yeah. And other uh, people. Yeah. Exactly. Other people. And that, that's the big thing. It's like, start with like understanding yourself first, then you'll be able to understand others easier because it's like, it's just, it's just more of a, it's just a more effortless interaction because the hardest interaction I think we can all have is just with our own negative thoughts and feelings. Because it's like how, how you, you always have that initial, like, why am I feeling this? Or why am I thinking this? Right. But if you don't actually act on that why and you're just like damn this sucks to be feeling this way right you're not actually going to be able to overcome those inner hurdles and inner obstacles right i think something that's been um really neat for uh, myself to experience but to, to see in others is um something that's really helpful is you know having another person that's accountable um yeah. that, that holds you accountable so um been dating my girlfriend for uh, going on two years and three, four months, and um, really just um, like she encourages me to, you know, find the words to express whatever emotion that I'm that I am um, ex explicitly expressing and implicitly, you know, yeah. um, if yeah. I'm upset like sometimes I'm, I'm i'm quiet and 
she's like, Hey, like, what's up? Um, and yeah, rather than say I'm good, you know, she's like, well, what's, what's up? Um, and I think it's really neat how, um, some of the guys I've known, um, you know, like, I'm not going to say it's like kind of a, I don't know. It's kind of like a power boost to have a girlfriend, um, or like to, to have, to have somebody else that's, um, keeping you accountable and, uh, yeah. encouraging you to express emotions like that. And that's been, uh, something else that like, I've seen, um, guys that as a, as a student leader for my, um, religious organization called crew, um, I know, knew a couple guys at the beginning of the year last year that were, you know, um, interesting characters and like I wouldn't say were ready for relationships, but and my freshman year I had I dated four or five different girls I couldn't tell you how many, um, but uh, I certainly wasn't in the position to have any of those and honest obviously those didn't end up well, um, but um, I have a buddy and he's just grown so much and is um, like expresses himself very well. And I have seen him develop. And, you know, I think part of that is uh, relation in, in being in that relationship, you're encouraged to express things more. And um, that's a, that's a, a significant transition where it's not just like going from a couple of transitions I've had going from high school to college, going from, um, high school football to college football. And then I only played for three years. I decided to, to skip out on my last season and um, having that um, transition of being a single man to now being in a relationship. And then, um, you know, in the, fu the future of that relationship and um, just those transitions have different weight. And I think that we've, really had great opportunities to identify with those traditions or transitions and then mold ourselves through that. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I think even a big thing, you know, if you don't have anyone who you can actually feel fully comfortable with sharing, like for me, I, I personally, for me, it's my, my mom and my brothers because of just what we all endured really recently. Um, right. But if I, even if I didn't have them in my life, you know, the big thing is going to like, if you need to go to grief counseling or talk to someone like that's a real strength, you know, um, having that internal willpower to be like, okay, yeah, I need help. Uh, just to be able to share fully who, what I'm going through with people. If I don't feel comfortable with people I'm around, that's not, that's not like, that's not your problem, you know? That's actually you identifying like, hey, I just need to find someone I'm comfortable sharing this information with. Right. It's just on to the next person. Like that shouldn't make you feel bad. It's like, no, the person who will hold you accountable is just around the corner. Right. Um, True. And I think that's a that's a big thing. Like I think for me personally, I think I've seen that um, growth that you were mentioning with like, you know, from going being single to relationship. I've experienced that similarly with my friends. I think. I look back at like my my friends that I had um, beginning rice, I didn't feel fully comfortable personally. It had nothing to do with them. It was just me. I didn't right. feel comfortable sharing everything I was going through with them. But then my third and fourth year of rice, it's like, I actually feel fully comfortable sharing everything with you guys. Right. It's a different group, a different group of friends, but that, that doesn't, what matters more is just internally for me. It was like, 
now I feel comfortable. And that is not something anyone could control. None of my early on friends in college could control that. And that's what I learned too. It's like, maybe the script just wasn't right for me. But at the end of the day, being able to overcome that pain of leaving a friend group or like, you know, friend groups tearing apart and then moving forward and realizing the grass is always greener if you actually embrace the fact that it will be greener. Right. Uh, and that that's what happened. Like, it's like, you know, I just internally, it's like, this wasn't right for me, but I know that I will find what's right for me. I don't know when you don't know when, but you know, you will find it. If you just have that mentality that, you know what, I got to move forward. I have to be around people who I'm comfortable with 100% of the time. A big example of this is like when you're in public, right? Are you first off, are you comfortable alone in public? That's a big thing, right? Just going to an event alone. Can you do that? Um, can you eat at a restaurant alone? Right. I think those are some of the strongest people, people who can just sit down at a restaurant and eat alone for an entire meal. Just, oh, table for two, sir? No, no, just one. And then they're able right. to just sit and be like, I admire people like that. I think that's a very, those are the strongest people around because it's like they have enough confidence and they're just so comfortable with themselves that they can just be out in public alone. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and, and, and you know what I mean? And that same energy, once you reach that point, as an individual, then you start identify, and then you're like, okay, now my family and my friends, can I go out with them and all these environments? Family, you just grow up with them. It's like kind of built in in a way for most people. Friends, right. it's different. It's like girlfriend as well. It's a bit, it's a different vibe. It's like, do I like? I think you feel fully comfortable with your partner going everywhere. You have no problems, no qualms. You've never had that issue. Like it was a good gut feeling, right? Um, and I think both of us in the past experienced bad gut feelings in certain environments with certain people. But at the end of the day, now we're leaving college and it's like, okay, you know, these people that we, even posting on social media, for example, like, are you cool posting pictures with certain people? Are you not cool with posting pictures with other people? Like, that's a good sign as well. Like if you can't right. share with the world who you hang out with, then should you really be hanging out with them? Right. If you're, you know what I mean? It's same with dating. It's like, if you can't share who you're dating to the world or you don't feel comfortable doing so, um, like that, that's, that's probably not a good sign. That's right. And then con conversely, like, yeah. are they like, are they cool if you, yes. if, you, if, if yeah. you post others and not them, you know? It's, yes. That's another, that's a big one too. It's like, is there any jealousy? It's like there emotional maturity. Any, yeah. There shouldn't be any jealousy. It should, it's all about that implicit understanding. If you're really close with someone uh, beyond your family and even family, there should always be this like, yeah, they love me too. I know they love me. There should be this, like, I know they love me and I love them. Um, right. As long as they're not doing anything stupid, and doing anything that would violate my trust, why should I have any, you know, why, why should I feel any bad blood or any negative emotion? Right. Uh, and, and another big thing too is like, it doesn't necessarily have to be social media or promoting who you're with to public or to people beyond your group. But um, it's just like, even if you don't have social media, it's just like, okay, if someone were to check your phone and go through your text combos, would you be okay with 
the people that you're texting. Like if they, for example, for me, it's like my mom. I mean, my dad, my mom, whatever. My grandma is a prime example. It's like, if my grandmother checked my phone right now, would she be cool with like who I'm communicating with? Right. You know, like, I think that's a big test as well. It's like, can I, for example, like have my family on my Instagram? Because a lot of people our age don't do that. They kind of remove their family life from their friends. Right. I think the healthiest thing, and this is something I've experienced, because in high school, I kept things pretty separate. But college, I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to, you know, merge everything into one. Right. Everything was so much better because it's like when I give stories about what we're doing in college back home, it's like more of like a welcomed thing. Right. And it's like, I feel comfortable. You just, you feel more comfortable sharing in all environments. You're just who you are at all times. You're not having to put on like a facade. Yeah. From your family. And I think that's something that at the end of the day, when you find people who hold you accountable, you never have to be fake around them. And you never are. You're naturally never going to be fake. Like there might be moments where it's like, hey, how are you feeling? And you're like, deep down, you're like, I'm not feeling good, but I'm going to say I'm feeling good because I don't want to bring them any pain or anything. But it's like, yeah, I'm not feeling so good. It's like, oh, why? It's like, ah, they're really asking me why. But you're actually like answering them. You're not just like suppressing it. But that's what happens when you have that accountability there. Right? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Man, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, no, and I, I would say like in general, like I think this conversation we had right now, the big thing is like the fact that Connor and I, we haven't talked like this for probably three, four weeks. But, you know, being able to pick up from where you left off, it comes from this internal, like I found myself first, then I found my people, right? And I think for both of us, given the pain that we endured, you actually find yourself quicker than you'd expect. Um, and that's the natural, that's the nature of going through a valley. It's like, you know what, this valley really sucks, but you know what? I actually understand who I am now. I understand who I am. I think Um, a lot of it is the perspective you have. Um, you know, I was watching a movie a while ago, um, and you know, I don't remember what it was called, but it was these two, two guys that were, um, into commodities trading and they had just lost 50% of their, um, money. Hmm. Um, and in their, in their little book, they had a negative 5,000. Um, and then, uh, you know, just add a line positive 5,000, you know? Um, and he kind of took that and like put, put that, uh, wind under his sails. And I think, um, something you mentioned earlier is, you know, if you believe the grass will be greener on the other side, it'll be greener, you know, um, we in, in an inherent part of, of life is struggling and, um, nothing, yep. nothing is ever going to be perfect. There's only one person that's perfect. And, um, just, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got to work through that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, uh, you know, a big thing for both of us and just in general, I think our faith really grounds us. I mean, we're we're not the same religion, but it's like just having that faith and belief in God also goes a long way. And you don't even have to believe in God, but just believing in like just having that internal belief system that's strong. And maybe it's brought to you by your religion. It could be brought to you by anything. But having that is really healthy because that breeds that just breeds this comfort level with yourself 
right? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like the spiritual connection. Like, obviously, it's nice to have a spiritual connection with like a, you know, like a force or like God, right? Um, but it's also really nice to feel that spirit inside of you when you're going through pain. It's like, I can, I will get through this. I will overcome this. And like viewing everything as like, not from the sense of I need this right now, but like, I am thankful to have this in my life. Um, like, you know, when you're reading, when you're reading scripture, you're reading, like for me, when I'm reading my holy book, it's like, I am thankful to be reading this right now. It's not like, a, I need to read this right now because I messed up. You should never read it because of that. It should be more of like a, I'm so thankful to have this in my life as a guiding light. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's something like, again, you know, as we wrap it up here, it's like we we are comfortable, you know, we can share about this. We can talk about these things. And it's like, at the end of the day, we found ourselves before we found our people. Um, and you know what? We yeah. were able to find our people too. Um, but again, it only happened after we found ourselves and took the time to like, you know, go through that struggle, that internal struggle of like, who am I? And am I good with who I am? And you know what? You need to be good with who you are before you find your people. Because otherwise right. it's like, it's not, it's most likely not going to happen. Um, yeah. On the money. I think something that we've both got a really um, valuable gift that both the two of us have is, you know, um, I feel like we can both, you know, go onto any table um, and sit down with anybody and yeah. have a connection yeah. there. Um, and my my freshman sophomore year um and up like through high school you know i played the dumb jock card and uh acted like a like a jackass and um like somebody that didn't care about anybody but um i people saw through that mask and i was just yeah. constantly putting that thing. on and and um i'm glad that we've had the opportunity to you know develop ourselves i mean i still think that it's still going in truth COVID, yeah, it, it's it's still happening. It's still going. Like I'm still de de dealing and developing with my emotions and journaling and trying to process things. And um, actually, going to be starting uh, therapy uh, pretty soon, just because I think that's something that you know therapists are are, are trained in. You know, are yeah, no, I, I yeah, incredible degrees and an, an incredible perspective and something that that I want to, to, to leverage and, um, to be able to understand myself and from a better, better view. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it's like, you know, the it's, uh, again, it's comes back to like believing that the grass will always be greener. As long as right. you just embrace that, it will be greener in the moment when you realize, Oh, there might be something better. And then it's like, okay, there is something better. Not like a, there might be it. So there is. And, you know, I went to grief counseling as well uh, when I lost my dad. And I, I it was very, I mean, yes, we're both close with our families, but it was very nice to like let all those emotions out again with a neutral third party observer yeah. who's a professional. Yeah. Uh, a very, very powerful and helpful thing to do. Um, like very, very powerful. Like pow powerful, I think is the best way to do it because you feel empowered after sharing and you're like, you know, I'm glad that these feelings were validated. Um, but more importantly, I'm glad I was able to share what I was going through with someone who I didn't even know before the session. Right. Uh, it, it brings you a lot of peace of mind. It does. It brings Absolutely. you a lot of peace of mind. So 
Yeah. I think it's a strong, it's, uh, it's really a strong thing to do. And I think more people, especially guys like got to embrace that. Like, you know what? Therapy is not a weakness. It really is a strength because after you let it all out and you hear advice from a therapist, you're like, wow, I didn't think of it that way. Thank you. Right. You move forward and you just keep, keep it going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good word, man. But no, appreciate you, bro. It's been always a pleasure. We'll definitely, definitely see each other again once this summer. We'll, you know, keep it going. But, uh, you know, best of luck with with your, you know, current job and keep it going, bro. I uh, hope you have a great shift later today. And you know, thank you to Spotify again, and thank you to everyone who's helped with these uh, podcasts. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah.